Welcome to the Well and Wealthy Podcast with your host, Alicia McPherson. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another love note on the Well and Wealthy Podcast. Today, we are going to look at the 2020 year in review about my business. So this is for my entrepreneurs out there, my wellness entrepreneurs. I am speaking to you in this episode because I want to go through 2022 and the lessons, the magic, the memories, the insights, the realizations that I had about this year. And I am really, really proud of what I accomplished in 2022. We are above 1.5 million in the business. I had my first 200k and second 200k cash month this year i strengthened my relationship and my leadership with my team that became rock solid and the amount of people that we impacted this year i am just so incredibly proud of all the clients that we served in mcpherson method and in my wellness programs and then alongside the clients that I mentored, guided, and support wellness entrepreneurs and other entrepreneurs to helping them build their dreams and their vision and step into their highest potential. So this was a huge year for for me, growth-wise, leadership-wise, stepping into my power. It was big. This year, there were so many lessons that I had to go through and learn and I'm really excited to bring them forward to help you have some realizations and help you grow in 2023. So another big thing that I'm proud of of this year is I fell in love even deeper with McPherson Method, my weight loss hormone protocol. That was something that I had felt disconnected with in the previous years. So just coming into clarity and falling deeper in love and connected with my offers was huge for me this year. And I think the amount of people that we served in the marketing and sales all reflected that connection that I felt. And not only money goals for, for myself and impact goals for myself, the team, my my team, I, I accomplished a lot of goals on how I wanted to pay them, what I wanted to pay them, and helping them have very successful careers that they felt impacted and a part of something. So that was huge for me. So 2022 was, I stepped into it with this intention, with this energy around uncomfortable growth. I felt like I wasn't pushing myself to my capacity. I felt like I wasn't stepping into my full potential at the beginning of this year. So that's what I really challenged was I'm going to move into uncomfortable growth. I'm going to start doing things that really stretch me. I want to stretch my capacity. I want to grow and I want to lead myself through that. And wow, <laughs> the universe deliver quite a few punches that. I had to navigate through. So in hindsight, was that the best word to use? Well, it was a very tough word, but I'm so grateful for the lessons and the insights. I was actually working with one of my private clients this morning, something that she was going through, and I was able to guide and lead her through this very difficult situation because I myself had been through the exact same thing multiple times, and I learned how to navigate it. I learned how to process it. I learned how to move through it as an entrepreneur, as a successful business owner. And so I was able to guide her. And it was one of these moments where I said, 
you know, I'm so grateful that I went through this experience. Although it was really hard at the mo- at the time, it was hard to go through at the time. Look at me now being able to guide someone through that. So it was a good reminder of all the things that we go through, all the challenges, all the inconveniences, all the moments of realizations, although they might feel uncomfortable and hard and overwhelming and turbulent at some points, that there is a reason for them. And how you navigate and who you become through those moments, you eventually can guide other people. And a lot of you listening are wellness practitioners. And I believe that when you navigate tough situations and how you move through it and who you become as you move through it makes you a better mentor. It makes you a better coach. It makes you a better entrepreneur. It makes you a better human and allows you to connect deeper with people and help people. So I always think of that when I'm in the muck. When I'm in something that feels hard and challenging and it's not going the way that I want it to, and maybe there's some disappointment, whatever it is that's involved in that situation, I look at who do I want to become in this moment? How do I want to navigate myself through this? Because I know I'm going to be telling this story later, and I know I'm going to be potentially helping someone with this exact scenario later. And how do I want to share how I guided myself for it, through it, how I led myself through it? So 2022 was about that. And one of the the proudest things I I, I am of, of 2022 is that I feel like I came out of it sparkling. I bought these sparkle pants. They're like kind of joggers, but they're sequenced and they're sparkly and they're rose gold. And it's just the exact representation that I feel I left this year with. I came out sparkling and right at the beginning of 2022, I got punched with one of my worst fears coming true and coming to light beginning of this year. Boom, there it was. And I had to deal with it. And it led me to making a lot of decisions professionally and with relationships. And this scenario, this situation carried onwards until actually December. So the full 2022, I was dealing with cancel culture. I was dealing with a mob of angry people. I was dealing with professional um, regulation rules. I, I was dealing with a lot and it was one of my worst fears coming forward. And at the end of it all, I came out sparkling and those pants kind of represented that, that even though this whole year I felt like I was getting punched over and over and over and over and over again, the amount of emotional wisdom that I achieved blows my mind and how I was able to navigate all of the punches and move through all of the punches, not from a place of retaliation or revenge or trying to hurt other people, but from calm and grace and the strength and this regulation and always checking in and taking care of myself and making sure I was okay. And if I wasn't you know, holding on to that sadness and being able to release and process that sadness, that was huge for me because I don't think any other year I would have been able to hold it, hold it and handle it and move through it. I think it would have really, really affected me. And the fact that I was able to go through all of these heartbreaks and these punches and form such emotional wisdom at the end of them and still run my business blows my mind. So it's one of the things that I'm the most proud of this year because we are going to go through difficult situations. We're going to experience inconveniences. We're going to have stuff come up. And how do we want to lead ourselves through them? 
who do we want to become as we're moving through them? This is what mattered to me. And I'm just so grateful that this year I was able to really keep that in mind. That although it was tough and my heart was broken over and over again, and I was second guessing everything and I had to make some very intense decisions about my profession and my business to be able to do that from a place of almost like my higher self was making those decisions, not my ego. I'm very proud of it. And now I hold this emotional wisdom that is going to be able to help and guide so many people moving forward. So that was something that I'm really grateful of. So I came out of this year sparkling, (laughs) full sparkle mode, still achieved. And the fact that I'm able to smile and laugh and look back at this year and say that I really truly enjoyed it. And I lived and I got to go to Tulum. And although Tulum was a healing experience for me and, and trying to wrap up everything that I had been through, I still went and I came out of this year thinking, you know, wow, that was fun through the punches, through the heartbreaks, through the betrayal, through massive changes. I came out sparkling and that is what I'm so grateful for. And, and this almost assurance that you can move your business forward, even when it feels tough and hard. There were moments, days, weeks where all I felt was sadness so sad for the ending of this relationship, my best friend of 12 years, so sad for the betrayal, so sad the way society was moving. I felt heartbroken. I felt sad. There was moments I felt so much anger. I didn't know how I was going to deal with it. My whole body felt angry and I was still able to lead my business forward. I wasn't consumed by the grief. I wasn't consumed by the sadness. I was able to sit with my emotions and build my business. I was able to hold on to a lot of very difficult decisions and build my business. So it was that assurance for me that life is going to sometimes create a little bit of turbulence for us. There's going to be things that happen outside of our control, things that happen within our control. And how are we leading ourselves forward? Are we making excuses? Like I could have this year thrown it all away. I could have said, you know what? This is way too tough to handle. I'm going to take a break. I'm just going to coast. And I didn't. I, you know, kind of buckled down and and held the sadness, held the anger, worked through it, regulated, did what I needed to do to take care of me and built my business. And I used the pain that I was in. I used the heartbreaks that I was in and transformed it into something magical. And that's what I think we can all, all, all do if we decide to, because, you know, Life is going to happen sometimes. And how do we want to move forward with that? So sparkling is the words of 2022 and how I approached and ended off this year. Now, I want to go through some core pillars that when I think back and reflect what really helped me grow, I think we're at about 30% growth from 2021 to 2022 um, in in a wellness-based business. So I want to talk about some things that I found really helped me this year in continuing to grow and the things that I'm going to take forward with me in 2023. The first thing is the art of simplicity. I came back to this in a big way this year is finding the simple path forward. How can I make things more simple? How can I make them more efficient? How can I make my processes more clean? Because for me, if my energy is stretched and things feel chaotic, it's hard to move forward. 
And so I went back to simplifying everything I possibly could and creating the most simple path to where I wanted to go. Because if I can see that path very clearly, then the next steps to take are obvious in my brain. A lot of times we'll overwhelm or, or you know, create too much chaos or confusion, confusion in our business. And if that's how you thrive, then that's amazing. But for me, I've always been about simplifying everything. And if I take a big problem, how can I make this the simple way to get to where I want to be? So that helped me a lot this year and just looking at where do I need to go to hit my goals? What's the big vision here? How do I get there? The least steps, the path of least resistance. And I really anchored in and buckled down to those things. So I find for myself that there's really six key pillars that I focus on in my business, the mindset, the sales, how you're attracting clients, social media, how you nurture the client experience. So clients that sign up their experience, the delivery of the programs, and then our systems. And so I went back and I looked at all of these things and and decided, okay, what what needs the the attention? What could use the attention? What is running really, really well and what needs to be improved? And a big part of this year, I spent it on client experience and McPherson method and how to get my team at a place where I felt that they could deliver the experience at a high level, five-star luxury experience for for our clients. So I spent a good part of the year really prioritizing that. And then the end of the year, I started shifting a little bit more into sales. So working with my sales team, getting their averages and percentages up and really spending time looking at the sales process within my business and how we can amplify it. So for me, if I can simplify things and look at these six key pillars and say, okay, cool, where do you feel strong right now? Where do you feel it's a little weak? Um, my mindset for me has always been really, really strong, but I have felt that there were parts of my business where I just needed to tune in inward and I needed to work on that for myself because there were moments I was not okay. There were things that were happening with my relationships and with my profession and, and with my, mostly those two things where I needed to go inward and take care of that space. That was the priority. And then once I feel like I'm grounded, I'm regulated, I'm calm, I'm centered, I'm doing okay. Okay. What else needs to be really worked on? How is my client attraction process? What am I doing on social media? Am I really showing up powerfully there? What are my systems like? So I looked at these key things and really focused in on what I felt was a priority at that moment. And I simplified it. The other thing that I leaned heavily into this year was my projector energy. So if you're into human design, I believe that there's so many different strategies that we can take with our business. And none of my private clients, none of my unleashed clients have the exact same strategy. We all focus in on the six pillars of what I think is building a seven-figure successful wellness business, sales and marketing and mindset, those things. But how they do them is very, very different. So someone who's a manygen, their sales strategy is going to be very different than someone who is a projector, than someone who is a reflector. So I really leaned into my projector energy and looked at where my strengths lied and what I wanted to focus on because this alignment helped preserve my energy. It helped regulate me in terms of my nervous system and my stress response. It kept me in complete alignment so that I was really loving my business. And I think this is a reason why I got back to the connection, the connection to McPherson method, my wellness business, and my connection to my mentorship. 
So this connection is what drove the business forward in a deeper, more powerful way. So projector strengths is really looking at how to make things as efficient as possible and being that guide for other people, the support for other people. So I'm able to look at businesses or protocols for people and see very clearly what that next step is. So I'm not necessarily the one that's going to thrive off of doing things every day, but I'm very efficient in what I am doing. And if I could be focused on that and know what my priority and my strengths are as a projector, that's going to create a lot of alignment in my business. So if you look at, are you manager, generator, projector, reflector, you know, whatever your design is, can you create a business model that is going to allow that alignment for you so that you feel really good about your business? Your business lights you up. It's exciting to be a part of. It doesn't feel exciting. It feels motivating. Everything that you do is like fuel. That's what I'm looking for in my business. So this year, I really leaned into that projector energy and I felt alive with my business. I felt excited. I was able to do more things. Everything that I was doing was lighting me up. Whereas in the past, there were some things that created a little bit more resentment, a little bit more bitterness towards them. And this year, whatever energy that had that bitterness or resentment, I scratched it and really focused on the things that lit me up, created that sense of success in my body. So that was another big thing that I focused on this year. Now, leadership with my team was a huge, huge moment in 2022. So as you're growing and scaling your business, there's going to be a moment that the team is there and you're looking at how can I, for me, it was like, how can I start trusting other people? And I held on to a lot of resistance around trusting people and counting on people and not wanting to delegate. But with that comes burnout. And with that comes exhaustion because you're thinking, I was thinking I could do everything better myself. Why would I delegate when I can do this faster, when I can do this quicker? But there's been moments for me where I said, sure, I can do this quicker. I can do this myself, but can I scale? Can I grow? Can I help more people? And that's where my edge was. So two years ago, I started hiring my, my team. And this year has been the year, the first time in my business where I can say I can fully count, trust, feel dependent, feel completely in love and depend on my team. And this has been three years in the making. And probably the hardest thing about my business was growing my team. And there has been moments where I hired the wrong team members. There's been moments where I actually got scammed by a team member and they stole some money. There was, there's been so many growing moments. And the beginning of this year, I still felt a lot of resistance with my current team. I felt like everything that I brought forward, ways that I wanted to grow the business was, was met with some resistance. And this made it hard for me to bring things forward, to try to grow the business, to, to come up with new ideas, because I felt that resistance with the dynamic within the team. And in June, I had to have a tough conversation with one of the members to say, Hey, this is what I need. And you have to really look at if you want to be here because I can't have this resistance. I'm all about feedback. I want to know your thoughts, but it has to be in a solution forward mindset. It has to be in a solution forward conversation, not always nitpicking the problems and not bringing the solution forward. So right now I'm feeling a lot of resistance with you and I can't keep running my business like this. So I'm willing to keep working together if you are willing to 
find a solution with these ideas and work forward in a solution forward manner. So anyway, that conversation, we, we ended up parting ways. It wasn't, wasn't a good fit for either of us. There was bitterness on both sides. I didn't even feel good paying her anymore because I didn't feel the job was being done. She didn't really enjoy you know, being part of the team. There was that bitterness that I felt from her. So that relationship ended. And I'm so glad that I did because I send her all the love and care in the world. She was an amazing part of building my business, but the resistance and the bitterness that I felt, and it was hard for me to lead my team forward with that energy. So I'm glad we were able to part ways because after that, the whole dynamic of the team changed. We were able to bring in another key member who walked in with this you know, love and light and this excitement to serve and excited to be part of this team that now for the first time in my business, I feel like I can count on them. I feel like the client experience is there. I feel supported. I feel like I can delegate. And this has been a long time coming. So if you are someone who is in the muck, maybe 20K months right now, and you're looking at hiring your first team member or dealing with team members, keep going and really, really fine-tune your leadership skills. This has been big for me because with team, I always took it as my fault. If there was a miscommunication, if something wasn't going well, if I felt not the right energy from the team dynamic, I really looked at it as a me problem. And I worked on strengthening my leadership skills on like, how do I communicate? How do I show up? How do I you know, make things clearer so that everyone is on the same page? And even if I have to over explain things again and again and again, it really helped my leadership skills because we're running as entrepreneurs at such a pace. We're running so fast. We're thinking about all of these things at once. And I felt that I was running lightning speed and my team was maybe walking behind me. And I felt felt it really difficult to bridge that gap between me sprinting and them walking. And so I had to keep sprinting. Yes. But also anchor back into the pace that they were at and be able to be a method of communication to help them understand my thought processes, where I was going, what I needed, the expectations. I just made sure everything was a lot more clear with expectations, how I wanted things to go with their role. And that helped a lot in creating a team that I felt I could really truly support me and I could count on them. And I, and I felt everything was just super clear So if you're in that muck right now, (laughs) building a team has been the hardest thing for me just because we're, we're so capable and, and we want things done a certain way that when you bring someone in and you trust them with your baby, your business, there's a lot of emotions to that. So developing strong leadership, how you lead yourself and then how you go and lead other people is going to change the game. And I, I, the business that I have right now, the team that I have right now, we are capable of consistent 200, probably 250K months before we have to think about growing. And I'm really prioritizing that team growth focus where I want them to succeed. I want them to do well. I want them to enjoy working with me. I want them to reach a position where they're financially over the moon excited for what we created. So that's a big focus of mine and in, in helping them create positions that allow allow for that growth, whatever growth that they want and that they feel like they're truly making an impact. Now, the other thing that I moved through this year was deep healing. So with the, I'm going to say the trauma, the emotional turbulence that I experienced from February until December, there were moments that I went into 
this almost like cocoon phase of healing where I really went inward and I didn't feel, I didn't know it at the time, but I stopped showing my face and I stopped doing lives and I stopped doing presentations. I stopped doing reels. I stopped showing my face. And now I realize that this was this cocoon phase of healing where I didn't really want to be seen. And I was focused on my healing of the situations and the betrayal of someone that I thought loved me and would be there for for me through the rest of my life. And this relationship, losing this relationship really rocked me. And I went into this cocoon healing. There was this moment in the summer that I said to Kirk, my partner, I have to go. I I have to go to Tulum. I, I need space. I need to almost cocoon. And I took that space and worked on forgiving and accepting the situation for what it is. And then came back and I still was in this cocoon phase. I felt better. I felt clearer. I felt like I was able to move forward, but I was still in this cocoon phase of healing. And it just reminded me that healing is a lifetime journey and entrepreneurship is the catalyst for so much healing because so much gets highlighted. You you can't avoid the personal development, the self-development, the relationship development work. It's there. If you want to have a successful business, you need to be prioritizing this. And so healing is truly a lifelong journey. And I went into this phase of healing where I wasn't comfortable showing myself. I wasn't comfortable, you know, really almost like being in that 3D, but I was still okay running my business by writing content, by sending emails. And in hindsight, when I look at it, it was just a pride moment for me that I knew I needed the healing. And I didn't know why I wasn't doing reels anymore. I didn't want to do lives. I I didn't know why that was happening, but I let myself go there because my body needed to heal. And I didn't let my business suffer. I still showed up. I just found another way to showing up. This is alignment. When your body is asking for something, we don't ignore it. We don't push against it. We don't decide, no, no, no. I said I was going to do this, so I'm going to show up. We find another way to make it work because I believe that, and, and a lot of us believe you're all healthcare professionals, that our health does not get sacrificed for success. Nope. We get to have success and we get to have regulated nervous systems and happy hormones and a strong metabolism and healthy brain function. We get to have both. We're in it to help heal and care for other people, which means we are healing and caring for ourselves. So my success I will never sacrifice my health for my success. And so that was just a reminder at how much I prioritize that, that my body said, okay, we're healing, we're cocooning, we're going inward, and you still get to run your business, but the way that you want to. There's no sacrifices here. You're showing up just as powerfully as you did, but in a different way. So I allowed myself to heal and I allowed myself to have massive success. Now, the next thing that I focused on, which I didn't do in 2021, is production over consumption. So this year, I produced way more than I consumed, which is different from the year before because I felt like I was consuming so much that year. I was spending so much time consuming information that I wasn't producing, and I did feel like I I stayed stagnant at, at 600K months for so long. And then once I realized, hey, you're you're actually spending most of your time just consuming other people's courses, other people's information, you're not producing your own. So that was a reality check for me to say, okay, cool, we're going to go back to like a five to one model, where if I consume something, there will be five times the amount of production that happens to that. 
Now there's phases in your business. You know what? No, (laughs) I don't think there's phases. I think even when you're starting and learning, what I did was I would learn something and I would integrate it right away, right? I didn't spend, a lot of times people will take marketing courses and they go through the whole course and they just sit and learn and listen, listen, listen. No, that's not how I did things. I would take lots of courses, but I would learn something and implement it right away. I I became really good at the integration. And I think this is what stops a lot of people from being successful is they're learning, they're they're embodying things, but they're not necessarily integrating it. And the integration is important for success because if you're only consuming and not producing, you're not going to be attracting the clients. You're not going to be finding your own way, your own voice, your own messaging. You're not going to be making sales. So I got into that overdrive in production mode again. Sip a tea (laughs) before I continue. Now, I do believe consumption is important. I do continue to take courses, but it's after every single thing that I learn, I look at how can I integrate this immediately? Because if I don't, then I'm just becoming this like information overload system without creating the processes to integrate it into my business. So I really prioritized that in 2022 where I stopped consuming so much and anything I did consume directly went into a way to implement it into my business. Next is the emotional maturity. And I talked about this at the beginning of this, but this, this uh, podcast, wow, I feel like this past 12 months, I have became more emotionally wise than I have the 31 years before this. There is so much lessons, realizations, insights, perspectives, strength that I've had to develop this year. As I mentioned, one of my worst fears, things that would really, really keep me up at night came true. Not once, not twice, but three times. And then to find out one of my best friends was actually leading them. And it tested my strength. I I consider this this life exam that all throughout our life, we are given life exams and How do we handle it when we go through it? How do we navigate it? Who do we become? And each life exam, which felt like punches to my face, I became more emotionally wise and looked at how does my higher self want to deal with this situation? How do I want to experience this? How do I want to deal with it? Not my ego. My ego was upset. My ego was bruised. My ego wanted revenge. My ego wanted so much revenge, but the higher self didn't. The higher self wanted something else. So I really anchored in my higher self a lot this year because revenge would have been easy. The things that I wanted to do, that would have been easy. But being able to anchor into my higher self and become more emotionally wise throughout all of the the situations, the challenges throughout this year, it has helped me so much. And now I just feel so strong. I feel so resilient and I feel so sparkly (laughs) that I was able to move through this year with a smile on my face and holding all this wisdom and being grateful for it. That took a lot. And to hold these stories that are going to be able to help guide and support other people to creating their goals and dreams and visions. Wow. It's an appreciation that I don't know I could have had at the beginning of the year because I never wanted me or anyone I I, I knew to go through this situation. And and I went through it for a reason 
and I think I passed the life exam because I exited the other side of it, smiling, sparkling, excited for the new year, feeling so emotionally wise and mature and that I am so grateful of. So what am I releasing for 2022? I think I'm releasing the revenge piece, the judgment, the feeling of if I'm not growing, I'm not worthy. These are things that I held on to a lot in the past. And I'm moving into 2023 with this sense of overflow. I want an overflow of life, an overflow of experiences and memories and magic and connection and relationships and growth and wealth and richness and clients that just connect me on the deepest levels. I'm going to meet some amazing clients at my first method and I'm going to welcome in clients into my mentorship and Unleash Mastermind who change my life. And I am so ready for that. There's going to be this sense of overflow. My current clients and unleashed just this month, we had so many clients resign. And that to me is like, oh my gosh, they want to continue. They want to continue doing this together is just the most beautiful moment for me. So I'm excited for that overflow, overflow of soul connected clients, overflow of magic and memories and experiences and growth and lessons and everything that feels really beautiful and true and pure. So I hope that this was really insightful for you. I spent some time really thinking about what 2022 was, what I really prioritized, and then what I'm anchoring into for 2023. So thank you so much for being here with me. I love you. I'm so excited that you're listening to this. It was a goal of mine at the beginning of this year to release this podcast, and I'm happy, so happy that it got done. (laughs) So I love you. Happy new year. And I will see you in 2023.